At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare hey it's jonas knox are you tired of endlessly searching for work applying for jobs and never hearing back job openings vanishing into thin air what if with just one connection you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring what if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee express employment professionals is your one connection go to expresspros.com with endless opportunities it's time to try something new in your job search let express employment professionals help you start at expresspros.com you're listening to fox sports radio radio, radio. Cavino and Rich, hope you had a nice weekend. Hope you enjoyed all the games. Hope all your teams won. We want to talk about what type of fan are you and what type of fan should you be. And it has to do with braggy fans and and not so braggy fans. Stay tuned on that, but we're taking your phone calls now. 877-99 on Fox. Wrapping up your takeaways from this weekend. Who do we got? Uh, This is Jaden in Wyoming. What's up, Jaden? Hey, Jaden. You're on with CNR. Hey guys, how's it going? What's up, man? You had to feel a little bad for the Bills fans, and I mean that that you know the team went through a lot this year. They were the favorites to go all the way, and you know you just you you you, you, you practically lay a goose egg. Yeah, you put points on the board, but that game was fourteen nothing by the time you you know opened your eyes. Yeah, no, I totally. So I'm a Bills fan, and I can't tell you how disappointed and how sad it was for the entire state of Wyoming. If you've ever been to Wyoming. Ever since Josh Allen has gotten drafted, the whole state is behind him. Like, there's Bills jerseys that are local college game, like everything. It's crazy. And the fans there at Buffalo, you could just see they stayed after the game. Like, they were just heartbroken, just disappointed. And, like, this was our Super Bowl year, We well, we thought. You know what? (laughs) You, You look at Josh Allen, and I even saw a video recently that I already think the guy's a winner, class act. I saw him... Like palling around with uh, like a like some handicapped kids, some special needs kids. I'm like Josh Allen's just a good man, a good player, good leader, and yeah, Buffalo. To answer your question, Kavino, to back up Jaden, Josh Allen's the guy that you got to be like, man. I thought this might be the year, and you know Joe Burrow said, nope. Hopefully, you got your refunds. Josh Allen, maybe next year, buddy boy. All right, Timothy in Fresno, what's up, man? So good to have you on the radio in Fresno, California. Awesome, brother. I was calling about things that made me win hmm, hmm. over this weekend. Yeah. I genuinely think that the Jacksonville Jaguars got into Mahomes on purpose. If you look at that injury, the defensive player that came around and got him, he did not need to put that weight on that ankle. And he was already throwing his hands up like he was looking for a foul before 
anything happened. Uh, I think uh, he was. I'm on not going to accuse dirty play, but I wouldn't put it past people. I mean, a week ago. Uh, not to pull it back to my Niners, but we all know Debo Samuel's got that, you know, the the leg injury. And you yeah. saw the Seattle Seahawk twist his leg on the tackle, and that caused a fight on the field. Like, if you don't think some of these guys are like, yo, take out the star players. Like, they're not above that, bro. They're, I promise you. Not any. You, you're talking about 53 guys on a roster? There's guys on the team that are more than willing to take a dirty, cheap shot, right? By the way. Um, a little extra. And yeah. that, that's dirty. That made me go. Hmm. Hmm. Thank you, brother. You know, just random observations like that one. When did defensive players, when did it become the norm to just watch them punching for the football to this level? Like, I saw your 49ers defense, like, taking just straight-up hacks when the play, like, seemed over. Yeah, it's like it's like forward progress stopped the play. You see, like, Fred Warner, like, he's a freaking boxer. <laughs> he's like, he's, like he's uh, Tyson Fury. No, like, seriously, ah! he's throwing uppercuts. <laughs> no one's saying anything about it. And it's like, I understand you're trying to get the ball loose. I understand the strategy. But that seemed to really become a thing, yeah, even pun- more it's, so. You know, obviously, what do they teach you? You know, you know lock up, tackle, rap, you know, wrap the guy. Tillman was one of, was one of the first, Danny J., to start punching at the ball. Yeah, but yep. it was obvious this weekend with Rich's 49ers a few times. Yeah, but, you know, you are, you're you seeing, yeah, there are people that, you know, they do the right mechanics for a tackle, but then there's other guys where they're not going for the tackle. They're going for the strip every time, punching, punching, yep. punching. Uh, Leo in Virginia, last call for now, and then Kavino and I have a theory about what type of fan you are and what it says about you. Uh, Leo, go ahead. Gentlemen. What up? And Rich, how are you guys? What's up, bro? Hey, hey. Hey, you guys are a great addition to this Fox lineup. I just want to let you know that I've been listening to you guys since you started, and it's awesome. What I wanted to talk about was these foolish fool, these chuckleheads that come out with these memes that said, oh, Brock Purdy beat a $40 million quarterback. You know, seriously, like, quarterbacks don't play quarterbacks. You know, it's just, it's, it's. It's ridiculous, but it's not that. And, it's like what Colin was saying know. today. It's uh, it's like the, you know, Cowboys are are playing or are paying Ferrari money, and other teams yeah. are winning with Civic money. That, that I mean, that is true. But you're right. It's not. And by I, the way, I was offended because I drive a Civic. <laughs> you know what, Leo? <laughs> I will say, I, there is something to be said when people say quarterback versus quarterback. Because I'm a Niners fan, but you know what, Brock Purdy didn't do. He didn't beat Tom Brady. The Niners beat. You know, during the regular season when it was like Purdy versus Brady. I'm like, no, it's really the Niners versus a bad team. And Tom Brady just happens to be the quarterback of a, you know, a, exactly. you know, a team that's not as good. So I never believe in strictly quarterback versus quarterback. But it's not. But when you're when you're paying that type of money for a player, you're paying for them to win those games. That's why you pay them that money. Yeah. Imagine if you found out your lease payment on your Tesla was the same as someone's Corolla. You'd be right. like, wait a minute, Whoa, hold on, wait, what are you driving, what am I <laughs> yeah. driving, come on. So anyway, um, I wanted to ask you, what type of fan are you, and I gotta ask you honestly, I'm asking you, Fox Sports Radio Nation, Dyson, am I, am I not the right type of fan, am I, am I too reasonable, and I know you might hate, the, you might say, you, am I too, quote, humble of a fan, because when my team wins, I don't brag about it. I don't go after the losing team. I'm more of a, hey, man, like, I have Dallas Cowboy fan friends, and I'm like, yo, man, defensive battle. Your defense is good, man. Dak made some mistakes, but hey, better luck next year. My man, yo, fist bump. I don't like to rub it in because you know why? 
I'm not on the 49ers. Yo, let's have a check. My name's not George Kittle. I'm not Christian McCaffrey. I'm Rich Davis. I do I, feel it's part of the etiquette to congratulate a fan on the win, though. But you know what, though? I, Even I wonder, though they're not on the team. But you I got to ask you, am I too your mature? Your 49ers won? Hey, man, congrats. Am I too mature? Maybe when it comes to this, but everything else, no. Okay, good. Like, <laughs> I, I had to call it one of my buds. We'll call him uh, Barry. Barry on social media posted like a sad cowboy. And he's like, cowboy fans, told you. This is where you come to kiss my ass and my ring that we're going to end up getting. Tried to make amends for all that silly talk all week. And, and I hit him up. I go, yo, yo, bro, do I not know something? Are you on the team? <laughs> right, like, right. Well, I don't, I don't, I, I don't. Get it, and so again, you're, you're talking about the guy that's that's well, pouring the salt in the wound. What I'm saying and, is, and takes joy in that. What I'm saying is, I'm a super immature guy, but I am I too mature of a sports fan? Where, like during the game, I was texting a couple buddies that do are you Cowboys have to fans, be or is it? And this is just a a general statement. Do you have to be, or is that part of the fun? Yeah, I'm saying, am I missing out on the fun? Should I be more braggy and more like mad when they lose? Like I, Danny G, you were saying off the air. You and I were talking about how your wifey's biggest observation of the weekend was that there was more hate than love. Yeah, she was like, man, when I went to Instagram, the 49er fans on my feed and the Cowboy fans were going back and forth. She was like, and in the past, she was mentioning Cowboy fans just as a casual fan. She has noticed that it seems like they're rooting more for the other team to lose than they are for their favorite team to win. Well, you know what? I got to give credit to our buddy Chris that chimes in. Chris Rucker, diehard Cowboys fan. When I say that, I mean he's a big John McClain fan and a Cowboys fan. Diehard and Cowboys. Yeah. He says, I feel like if you're the guy that cheers for a team to lose more than your team to win, you're effing lame. And your mom is a garden tool. He didn't say garden tool. <laughs> but no, so I, that goes I, along the lines with, with, with what Danny G was just saying. It's like there's a lot of people that just root for other teams to suck and for the disappointment of their fans more than their actual team. Now, I also think that there's a lot of people that aren't good at at busting chops, as my dad would say. Yeah, busting chops. Which is also the nice way of saying it, right? Busting yeah. chops. Um, like when Stephen A. Smith laughs about the Cowboys losing. I, I find it, it I, funny. Yeah, me too. Right? But when your buddy there is so angrily sending nasty posts on social media, it loses its fun and it sounds more angry. So I think some people are just better at busting chops than others or rubbing it rubbing it in more than others. I think I, I, I think rubbing it in is part of the fun. It's just are you doing it the right way? I, I don't No. Which is why I'm asking you at Fox Sports Radio because for instance Something I can control, doing our radio show. If another radio show trash-talked us, I'd be the first person to go at him, and I'd slam him and murder him. Really? Like, I, I, I have no patience. Wow, we've never seen the side of you. Yeah. No, you go at me, or you go at my family, I'll go buck wild on you. I'll, any, if any other radio wow. show went at us... <laughs> he would borrow Spock's yo, hatchet. Who is this guy? Yo. Yeah, he didn't say that when... Uh, <laughs> remember that guy? Uh, when Weenie in the Butt called you, oh, yeah, uh, called you a nerd. Yeah, good one. Uh, <laughs> who is this guy? Yeah, remember so, that rival morning I, I, show? I, I, but, but you get what I'm saying? If, oh, if, some, if some radio person or broadcaster trash talk me, I'd go harder than back. You're coming at me. I'm a Niners fan. 
I'm not John Lynch. I didn't construct this team. I'm not Kyle Shanahan. I'm not calling the plays. And guess what I'm not? I'm not Christian McCaffrey trying to gain that extra yard for the first down. I'll root. And if you're like, dude, your team lost. Uh, like, I, I don't know the level of trash talk where you just look like an ass. Or am I being too mature by saying, hey, hard fought battle, bro. Your team lost. Sorry, so, bud. So this is mature versus immature. It's also like... Busting of chops oh, I this and guy also out. crossing the line. When I said, when I told this guy, "Yo, are you on the? Are you on the Niners? Because uh, I think you need to settle down a little bit, buddy boy. You're making me hate my own team by you being like this." And he goes, "Sorry, why are you acting like the fun place?" And I'm like, "Am I being the fun place? Is trash talking the ultimate part of sports?" Or I think you also have to know somebody at a certain level to play these baby games. You know, these are sports baby games again. You can't just come at somebody and not really know them, and, and you're saying nanny nanny poof poof because your team sucks. Like, I don't like, know. That's something that friends do amongst friends. Yeah, I don't know. Like I've had people come at me ready. Like, like, I don't know you like that. I've had people come at me ready like, yeah, enjoy it now because my Eagles going to whoop your ass next week. And I'm like, well, how, how well do you know them? I'm like, they're not whooping my ass. I'm not playing. Like, if, the, if Jalen Hurts... Lights it up against the Niners. I'll be bummed out. Yeah, but, but you guess can't, what? You, you, can't, had no, you had nothing to do with it, my yeah, friend. Yeah, but then you can't be gloating around when they win either. But that's why I'm not the guy gloating. I'm not the guy posting like, yeah, victory. But I'm saying know. if you're consistent, then yeah, then then that's all that matters in this situation. I, I feel like I'm missing out. I feel like I need to trash talk more. You're not the fun police, though. The fun police is at the last sports network I worked at a decade ago. There was a host where if we would say my Lakers or Rich, if you said my Niners, he would interrupt you and he'd be like, yours? Are you part owner? Uh, You're not allowed to say that. That's the fun police. That's the fun police. That is the fun police. But but Danny, like, you're a Raiders guy. I do notice I know, it though when 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 my Rich says we like <laughs> yeah we, yeah you can't say we now now I will we, I'll give I, that I dude that we uh, because I, you're not on the field I'm not right, on the team. right I don't I don't pull yeah. the we I'm not on the field no I'm just saying yeah, when people I, say that yeah, no, yeah that that annoys me that like Danny out. if your Raiders lose I don't I, again I'm not a mature guy but my first instinct is like yo Danny tough break man dude your team there I feel for you brother I I'm sure you are friends you don't want to give him a little hey. I'm sure there, there are friends that are like, ha ha, your team sucks. F you, Danny. Ha ha. And it's like, yo, like, like I, I hate that guy. Hey, maybe sometimes those guys deserve it, though. You know, if it's specific. I've never ran to social media to make fun of somebody else's team. It's today's weak world. You know, nobody will say these things face to face. They'll say it face to Facebook. And that's the problem with society. And we've all had this person, especially on Twitter, where it feels like they're just sitting there with their hand right above the button. And they, they're hoping and praying your team's not going to come back in the fourth quarter. Oh, man. I, I, I Again, we'll take all your feedback. I'm curious to uh, chat with you guys on Twitter and Instagram, at Covino and Rich, at Rich Davis. But I to me, when someone hits me up with trash talk, I'm like, I, there's a part of me that feels like maybe I'm like acting too mature. Like yesterday, instead of like rubbing it into Dallas fans, like, ha ha, you haven't won <laughs> since the 90s, losers, ha ha. If somebody has fun with it back and forth, like what Covina was saying, busting balls, busting chops, yeah, then that's understandable if they're smiling about it and they're still having a good day. But I feel like there's a lot of quote-unquote fans who take it so serious, like it feels like they are. They it, think they are like, guys, Maybe I'm off the mark, but you ever heard of the term negging, Danny G? It's a dating term, negging. 
No, it sounds dirty. Though. It's like, Spock, can you give me a good example of like, you know, it's like, uh, say Monty's here and you're like, hey, Monty, nice shoes. Did you buy them on sale? She's like, why? You don't like them? You're really just kind of flirting with her, but yeah. like a backhanded compliment kind yeah, it's of. Like, yeah, it's like, and they want to like, it's it's like almost like pulling a, a person's hair when you were kids. All right. Yeah. It's like, it's like you like them, heads, but right? you're pulling their hair. You think this is a, a bro's way to nag with another bro a little bit? Like, hey, dude, I don't know you that well, but I think you're kind of cool. The 49ers stink. I don't like know, you think man. this that way of just becoming like creating a bond with somebody? No, no. Like, like I'll tell you what, when my when the Mets lose, my inbox is flooded with people just waiting to be like, oh, you Mets being the Mets. I'm like, who are you? I don't know. Well, like I said, if I don't know you, then I find that yeah. suspicious. That's like, I, I if can, I do know you, then it's all good, and and we could. Bust chops. Like anyone in the studio can tell Rich that his stubble's looking pretty weak today, and it can be a yeah, joke. Kind of like, but if like someone, if like you're walking down the street and someone's like, "Hey man, weak stubble," it's gonna throw you off. Yeah, I, but Rich's point is that's his stubble. He's not on the 49 But still, yeah, I, yeah I'm like, like if you made fun of me, I'd go right at you. I, I'm not like I have no control. If the Niners win or lose, I'm just cheering. And if my team wins, I'll be happy. If they lose, I'll be bummed. But you, random cow, like, I would feel like. rooting interest. I know, but if, if. Maybe I am too. Maybe it is, you know. I've it's a life investment. I'm such a mature guy, I guess. That's what it comes down to. Ramos, I'm just so mature. You are, I have noticed that about you. I'm just so mature. Yeah. I don't know why. It's the one. No, maybe, it's my one ma- maybe it's my <laughs> one mature characteristic, See, which might is. might be your only one. Let's go to. Where do you want to go? Where do you want to start? Wherever you want. Emmett in Olympia? Sure. 877-99 on Fox is Covino and Rich. What's up, Emmett? Covino, Rich, Spotty, Danny G, Ramos, Dan Beyer. What's up, guys? What's up, man? Emmett, what's up, bud? Uh, Nothing much. My takeaway from this... Uh, I'm a, if you're breaking your TV over your over your team losing, then you, uh, you, you need to get your priorities straight, first of all. And yeah, second don't of joke. all, my... my um, takeaway from this weekend or or these playoffs actually was the kind of decline of Josh Allen I still think Josh Allen's a good quarterback over the but over these past couple games he's looked like a Josh Allen we've never seen before maybe like rookie Josh Allen he hasn't looked there and I think that's costly for the Bills I think they have some some things they need to work out in the offseason because I still think they could do it. I mean, you got it's seen that way, but even day. as you speak, man, we're watching some highlights. I mean, the, let's give credit to the Bengals too. They made some plays. They really pressed them. Yeah. Besides their defense being that good to stop some of the Bills rushing attack, or yeah, they stopped their rushing attack. Where was it? You're talking about a cold weather team in Buffalo. And they can't run the ball the way the Bengals do. Mixon was all over the field. Yeah. Where was the Bills rushing attack? Josh Allen needs some help as far as the ground game goes. Agreed, because, you know, not to jump to another game, but you realize when you shut down the run and you're forcing a team to be one-dimensional, way, way easier for a defense to do their job, right? If if you're forcing a team into a one-dimensional offense, you can't establish any run game. Yeah, then it's all on Josh Allen's back. And, you know, I'll tell you what, I think the Bengals, I think one of the stories we got to keep in mind is the Bengals being not, not underrated, but... The Bengals, it's a long season, right? In the same way we look at the Niners, who started out, the Niners started out three and four. The Bengals also started out under 500. And you get that perception early on, and a lot of times you're like, wow, this team's been better than anyone else for the last months. And the Bengals were one of those teams that midway through the season, we were like, eh, the Bengals might be a wild card. They haven't lost since. Can we just give props to where props are due? Joe Burrow 
So cool under pressure. Joe Cool is back. He's the new Joe Cool. He's the guy. Like, I feel as a fan fortunate that we're going to be able to watch this dude throughout his career. Excited to see where it goes. Again, 242 yards, two tutties, no interceptions. Guy just plays big, and he's confident. You know, he said some questionable things about refunds at the end. I saw. I liked it. That's, I that's, saw it uh, stir you know. the pot a little bit. But, hey, man, he, he walks the talk, and I respect it. I like watching him play. So what I was saying with, with, with the Bengals, when you go back to the regular season, there was a point in time where I remember we all looked at their schedule and said, well, the Bengals, they, they have a tough road to the playoffs because they had in a row. I'm, I'm just going to backtrack for a second. Because I, I remember us talking about this at the time. The Bengals were six and four, right? Slightly over 500. And we're like, man, they're going to really, because at the time, the Jets and the Patriots, there were a lot of teams that were at the time, like the same record or better. And we we're like, well, the Bengals, yo, get this since then. We looked at the schedule. Remember, we said, oh, they're playing at the Titans. They beat the Titans. They're playing the Chiefs. They beat the Chiefs. Oh, they're playing the Browns divisional game. That might be tough. They beat the Browns. Oh, they're playing at Tom Brady in Tampa. Yeah, they beat the Bucks. Well, they're playing in in uh, Gillette. They're, they're going up to New England. Yeah, handled Patriots just fine. Oh, that Bills game got postponed. And then since then, they beat the Ravens. They beat the Ravens again. They beat the Bills. Like, the Bengals haven't lost since we questioned them. Yeah. Uh, so props to them because they look good. And it made for kind of a boring game on Sunday. That Sunday afternoon game for a minute, aside from the snow and the atmosphere of it all, yeah. unless you're a Bengals fan, it did get a little boring. And I'll tell you for sure, I was at a bar during this game. And I felt the boring vibe even at the bar. Yeah, where you normally feel a buzz and excitement, uh, and I was four shots in, four Tito's in, <laughs> four Tito, four Tito's in, in and I, you know, I was hanging out with Uncle Tito, and it was still felt a little boring, but still watching Joe Burrow on a big stage is impressive to watch. Things that made you go hmm, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox is the number. Want to go back to all the phone calls? Yeah, let's. Uh, I mean. And, and the last game we'll we'll, we'll get to. Yeah. I, I'm more about the observations, though, because I feel like I have a couple big takeaways, more observational than the games themselves. Uh, Ray and Fresno, what's up, Ray? Hey, guys. Uh, you know what made me go home was, first of all, I'm a Niner fan, and uh, I'm glad they got the win, but I didn't like the way that they uh, just kept Lenore on C.D. Lamb. Kind of C.D. Lamb seemed to be getting the best of them. And uh, they would motion Lamb over there to his side. And Lenore's right there. Hey, I love Lenore. Puts the effort in. But Lamb was just getting a little bit more. I thought yeah. they would adjust it and uh, put Javarius Ward on him. You know, Ray, Ray, one of my observations that, uh, you know, a lot of times, like, uh, you get away with something if uh, – if you win, you get away with it, right? Or like a lot of times, like we always say, if if you're drunk at the bar, but there's one other buffoon that's more drunk, like the focus is off of you. Or like you miss four extra points last week and you still win. It's kind of Ooh, yeah. forgotten. Yeah. Because I, I want to talk about Maher too I, for a second. I, I think I think that Kyle Shanahan, who I always think is a great coach, I think he played very conservative yesterday. Very conservative offensively, conservative with the time management going into halftime. You know, there were there were moments where you're like, you know, Kyle Shanahan is playing. This is not what he did for the last month or so where the Niners just seemed unbeatable, scoring 30-something points a game. So I, I bet you you'll see a different Niners 
scheme coming out next week. I, th- I think if the Niners would have lost that game, a lot of heat would have been on Kyle Shanahan calling a very interesting game. John in South Carolina. What's up, John? Hey, guys. Uh, glad I could listen to your show again. Last week I was busy. Uh, after my wife passed away last year, oh, I became geez. a full-time ra- uh, travel radiographer. So my contract now is in Columbus, Ohio. So uh, things that make you go, huh, I thought about it this weekend. It's like if uh, Cincinnati wins the Super Bowl, my patients are going to be a lot more happy. So they'll be easier to handle. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you what, Cincinnati, the most underrated team all year long. They were the defending, defending AFC champions, but all year, Danny J, what was the narrative? Buffalo, 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 Buffalo. Yeah, and then you know, remember handling. how bad their O line was all season. Their hor- their O line is not going to get them anywhere. They're not even going to make the playoffs. Yes, you got to look at the coaching job done there. Yeah, but it did look like you know to backtrack. It did look that way because we were talking about Burrow can't play if he's on his ass the whole time for sure. Yeah, that was but the beginning they, of the season. They they filled the gaps. They coached they made them up. Adjustments. Yeah. In the, in the adjustment, the biggest adjustment I saw. How about all those quick slants? Those quick passes. Yep. The screen. That that's what you do when you have an O line that is not one of the top three O lines in the NFL. How do you fix that? Quick slant plays, dump offs, screen passes, yeah. slants. And by the way, sorry to hear about your yeah. wifey, and thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Hopefully, this takes your mind off it a little bit. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Bob, what's up, Boise Bob? How hey, are Boise, you, man? Bob. Gentlemen, how's it going on this fine Monday? Well, I'm feeling good, man. You know, it's it's always a nice feeling when your team, you know, they're going to play another week. I love the music. Speaking of regulators, somebody needs to regulate the vocal range on those background lyrics. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, What's on your mind, man? Uh, takeaways from this weekend. Um, my honest takeaway is after watching my Niners do what they did, there's some things that could be approved on. But there was a lot of radio talking heads, none of you guys, some that follow you guys, that were describing and were on the Kyle Shanahan dump wagon. And I would argue that the 49ers right there with the Chiefs and the Cincinnati Bagels are the best coach teams in the NFL right now. Did you say bagels? Yeah, man, I'm hungry. <laughs> but no, I, listen, I think he said bagels. I, I said to our buddy Ethan, who was in the editing room, I said, you know, the nice, the nice thing is, let's be honest, the four teams that are in the championship games – are the teams that should be there. There's no, like, sneaky team that got in. The, the right teams are there. These are the matchups that, and the coaches and the players that should be there. Buffalo, the outlier, right? There were five dominant teams. Four of them are there. And I, th- I think the right teams are there. I agree with you. All right, Dan Beyer, the update of all updates. What's going I'm on? I'm not sure about that, but I can <laughs> say this. I do think that there is a level to breaking TVs if you're yeah. breaking on. 26 inch TV, like, all right, just go down the street and get another one. Exactly. It's the one where you have to carry it on your shoulder. I saw some guy throw it out in his driveway. Like, that's a whole other deal. Like, if you're punching the computer monitors that we're all looking at right now, I'm sorry. And by the way, you shouldn't be watching your favorite team's game on a 26-inch TV. And Dan, you know, <laughs> every time you break your own stuff, I never understood that. I did it once in the last maybe five years of my life, and I felt like the biggest moron afterwards. I broke, I slammed down my remote control because my kids were driving me insane. And I was like, damn it! And I, sl- and I broke wow. the remote. And I'm like, you might want to just- talk to somebody, Rich. I, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. 
And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. And the cradle will rock Van Halen. I'm trying to figure out the tie-in, though, because DJ Ramos, DJ Ramos always has some subliminal thing going on there. It's like a great game show. Yeah. It, it is 95% of the time a very good game show. This game show didn't work out very well. This is just like, hey, I saw a song I liked, and I'm just going to play it. <laughs> hey, you know what? That but, works, too. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love me some old school Van Halen a la David Lee Roth. I'm not a Van Hagar kind of guy. I'm Cavino. That is Rich. We got Ramos, DJ Ramos. We got Danny G on the phones at 877 on Fox. And we will be giving away some bribery balls this hour. Ooh. So listen out for your name if you subscribe to our podcast for free. Just search Cavino and Rich. We got Spotty putting up videos at Cavino and Rich. Thank you for being here, hanging out with us. Again, um, Danny G, Ramos, Dan Byer, yeah. CNR, and you, your phone calls. Starting with Carl in Austin. Uh, I was saying that Hey, hey maybe, Carl, good to see you. Maybe I'm sort of like, I don't know, a, a lame fan. I don't like to rub it into the team that loses. I'm not a real braggadocious type of guy with my team, maybe in life, right. but with my After team. After this I'm, weekend, we saw a lot of like trash talking, I, but sometimes it crosses the line a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I don't know. What's up, Carl? What are, what are your thoughts, buddy? So I think the biggest thing with fandom is for college and professional sports, there's a difference. If you go to the college and your entire family goes there, I think you can start claiming the we yeah. because you've invested your time, your money for multiple generations. Agreed. There. Uh, now, where the professionals, I'm totally with you. There is no I unless you're the owner or you play for the team or somebody on your family plays for the team or works for them. Um, and the only caveat I could almost take to this as being a newly acquired season ticket holder for um, a hockey team is once you start investing thousands and thousands of dollars, you start to feel like maybe it is kind of partly your team, but you know you have no say, but you get more access. Yeah, yeah. To so, the so more financially invested and therefore mentally invested I, as a fan. So yeah, psychologically, I, I, you're a part of the team. I, I so guess. maybe they're more invested than you, Rich. No, I, I guess. But my 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 point is simple. It's that. I saw more than anything over the weekend, and Danny G and his wife were even backing us up saying how you see more and more people making fun of Cowboys fans than in, than Niners fans enjoying the win. Oh, or yeah. The memes you know, were nonstop. Like you see, like, you know, if you're a Buffalo fan, your friends aren't saying, like, oh, man, that sucks. But like next year, they're like, ha ha, you guys thought you were going all the way, suckos. And it's like, I, I don't know. I just, maybe I'm too mature. Mark and Medford, what's up, man? Hey, now. What's up? Well, I'm, I'm happy for you guys that you've, um, matured to the point where all that um, lack of success by the messing Yankees doesn't affect you anymore. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Well, you know, hey, now, now, there is such a thing as a friendly rivalry. Yeah. And busting chops is, you know, it's really on a it's real. That's part of a friendship. You know, that's part of what what friends do with each other. You know, I, you what, know I, what? Mean? I think Mark somehow, some way, Mark might have just made sense, and he didn't even realize it. Yeah, because Mark probably is know, not known for making sense. Uh, but he I said, would say he's not known for that. I don't think in his circle it's like Mark. That's the guy that makes sense. I, but he did say friendship. I think social media has opened it up to strangers mocking yeah, you and your friends. And, fr- and you're and now your mocking teams. in broader strokes. And you're like, who are you, 
rando guy. F off. Now, if my one of my good friends is like, yo, you Niners blew it, I'd be like, yeah, you know, I've known you for 20 years. You could bust my chops a little bit. I think well, maybe we... That's where it hits different. We talked us into circles until we figured it out. And it's social media allows strangers to mock you, yep. and I'm not cool with that. And you know what? I've asked rando guy on Twitter before. I've said, well, who's your team? And I get a reply back, oh, uh, I don't have a favorite NFL team. Okay. okay. All, right. All right. All right. All right. Random troll. All right. Uh, Lorenzo <laughs> in Virginia. Wrap this up, buddy boy. Hey, Lorenzo. All right. Two quick things for you on fans. Yeah. One, I've learned they don't know much as much about the sport, their favorite sport, as they claim to. Of course. They just they watch it very passively. They've never been super close to it. They think they're experts. And for lack of a better term, I think most of them are, are pretty idiots. But yeah. the main point is – I feel some of these fans, this is their only source of joy in their life. I don't want to sound mean, but I, I know many that where they don't like their job, their family situation is so tough. So that three and a half, four hours, five hours on game day, yeah. that's the highlight of their week. So when their team wins, they are strutting. And when their team loses, they are unconsolable. And when you combine like a lack of a true knowledge of the sport with that kind of devotion, it can get ugly. And as far as car- Cowboys fans on social media – if every time I got to see how about them Cowboys with the most meaningless third, fourth, fifth week win. So when stuff like this happens, like I understand. You the did it to yourself, on, Cowboys fans. You've done it to yourself. It right, they provide a lot more ammo yeah. than most teams. For now, sure. before we go to Dan Byers update, you and I agree with something. And for the years of us doing our show, what's the. What? <laughs> how about him? Uh, the rule uh, is when you and I agree, it's fact. Yeah. When, when Camino and I agree, it's fact. And. Some of my buddies said, hey, what are you doing for the games this week? And I said, listen, uh, for the Niners-Cowboys, I need to be in front of my TV with the volume super loud, no one bothering me, honed in and focused, like truly focused. But I'll go watch the other game somewhere else. I don't care. So I actually uh, met them at Buffalo Wild Wings. Some of my buds said, hey, we're going to go to Buffalo Wild Wings. I parked at Fox Sports Radio because I'm a cheapskate and didn't want to pay for parking. And I walked across the street. And Is there a lot of Bills there? Bills fans? Believe it or not, West Coast vibes of not as full of a bar as you thought. No, I meant for yeah. Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah. So, order my wings, <laughs> order my drink. I'm sitting there, and we're watching the Bills Bengals. In Buffalo, is it just called Wild Wings? I, I think, think it so, might be, yeah. 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 So, like, French toast is just toast. toast. <laughs> Fries. Wee oui, wee. Oui. I'm watching, but am I really... Watching of the four games this weekend, if you said, "Yo, Rich, break down what you saw, what you observed," the one game where I feel like I've noticed the least was that Buffalo Cincinnati game. Now you could say, "Well, Rich, it was sort of a boring game. Buffalo was never in it." But I think even when you go to a bar with the intention of, "Yeah, I'm getting together with my buds, or we're gonna watch at the bar," it sounds like the most sports fan, manly, right way to watch the game. But I'm here to tell you, I think when you're at the bar watching the game, it's the least attentive you are watching a game. Completely agree. Completely agree. I was with worried you. about my wings. I was, uh, hey, can I get more blue cheese? No, people are talking. I'm listening to my buddies. Uh, this dude's telling yeah. you about his his marital issues. Yeah, He's the like, other hey, guy, man, yeah. I came here for the game, not the other, to be uh, yeah. Dr. Phil. Your one buddy's telling you about a bad bumble date he went on. The other guy's talking about his kid's soccer game. And you're like, you're like yeah, we're here watching the game, but we're really not watching exactly. the game. When the Dodgers were in the World Series, my wife said to me, hey, let's go to a bar. Let's go to some place and watch the game. And I said to her, I don't. Yeah, And the reason why I didn't want to go is because 
I like to watch a game. I like to hear what's going on, and I can't hear with everybody talking. Well, yeah. I have the solution for this. Oh, you do? Okay, yeah, I do. it's good. And I'll save it. He's, he's, he's I'll Steve, save he's it. Steve Bartman, he wears his headphones to the bar. But, hey, <laughs> watching the game on theory, on paper, at the bar with other fans sounds like the right way. But if it's your team, it might be the wrong way, and I'll tell you how to solve all this next. What's up, Dan Byer? Hey, guys. I, I agree. I, I am a stay-at-home guy when it comes to any big games. The <laughs> but, question, But oh, wouldn't it feel, though, like, oh, go to the bar? It just sounds like, like the sports fan, like, guy thing to do, but you're, really, you're not getting a vibe of the game either. Yes, correct. And I don't think that you could truly be who you truly want to be during those three and a half hours <laughs> True. In, a, in a public setting. We don't know if Tom Brady is going to be staying home or not, but Rick Stroud, who covers uh, the Buccaneers, has done it for a long time, doing it for the Tampa Bay Times. I uh, was listening to the Tom Brady Let's Go podcast on Sirius XM and I guess wherever you get your podcasts. Jim Gray asked Tom Brady about his future, and Rick Stroud transcribed it as Brady is saying this, and I quote, If I knew what I was going to bleeping do, I would have already bleeping done it. I'm Ooh. taking it a day at a time. I appreciate you asking. Thank you. Wow, sounds end angry. Quote. Yes, end quote. That from uh, Tom Brady. We knew that Stefan Diggs was angry. Man, a simple, I don't know what it done. <laughs> <laughs> Stefan Diggs took to Twitter to try to, I guess, explain his outburst that he had towards Josh Allen and in the postgame following yesterday's loss to the Bengals. Well, Diggs tweeted these tweets. First one, want me to be okay with losing? Nah, the next one, want me to be okay with our level of play when it's not up to the standard? Nah, it's easy to criticize my reaction more than the result. Ooh. Those series of tweets from Stefan Diggs. Wow. Well, um, Alan addressed it. Uh, you know, he said something about we have to be better. You know, we have to be better moving forward. We have to figure it out. Something along the lines of he wanted the ball and he didn't get it as, as much as he wanted to. It yeah. happens. Steps it back to Dak Prescott. Oh, he throws over the middle to Turpin. He gets hammered down by Jimmy Ward. The game is over. What a way to end it. The 49ers are on their way to Philadelphia. That was courtesy of the 49ers Radio Network. It's the progressive play of the day. The final call. And why, why Zeke you, got run over. Why would you have Zeke Elliott playing center, getting run over by a guy twice the size, Michael uh, Mike, Michael, Mike McCarthy said uh, oh, we've, this is a play we drew up in practice we've played, how'd it go in practice, Mike? I guess a lot better than that, if they wanted to that was that was really end. I mean, it was really one of the more miserable last ditch effort plays I've ever seen Les Miserables, anyway, we're Cavino and Rich CNR on FSR 877-99 on Fox is our number and again, we hope you enjoyed the games this weekend. We're excited for a kick-ass week of shows and the conference championship this weekend. I want to thank you guys for subscribing to our podcast, okay? Our yeah. podcast. And if you did and you left a review, well, then we might have a prize for you right now. Not all balls are equal. Balls to the walls with Cavino and Rich. You bake the balls. I don't want anyone rubbing them. To me, those balls are perfect. You got to feel them. You got to squeeze them. Sounds like uh, Brady likes angry balls lately. So, Danny G, I know you picked some uh, nice reviews on the Apple Podcast page. Yep, it's bribery, Rich. I know. To help grow our podcast numbers. What do you got today? All you got to do, go to our Apple Podcast page, type in Covino and Rich Show on your device, and you'll see where you can write and leave a five-star review. The first winner for today 
Username Cowboys Mike twelve fourteen. Best talk show on the radio is his title. Wow, wow. Cowboys what a, what winner. He won something. He's yeah, lying. This, this guy also didn't say Dak's the best quarterback, did he? Because then I questioned his uh, opinions. Covino and Rich are without a doubt the undisputed champs in talk radio. Yeah. The guys bring it every day and are far from boring like some other sports shows. This guy knows what he's talking about. I had the privilege he's of being their very first caller when they started on Sunday nights oh. in September of 2021. Oh. The Patreon show they do is the best podcast, oh. and their music work over on Sirius XM is amazing. They've always been the undisputed champs in voice tracking as well. Now he's just wow. lying. Man, this, you know what? This I, guy. Can this guy write my profile? This yeah. Thing. Add this to my Wikipedia page. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Covino and Rich, for making my life as a truck driver enjoyable. Wow. Man. Mike from Florida. Thanks, Thank Mike. you, Mike. Right. Thank you, right. Mike, and you deserve this bribery ball. Yeah. Who else we got? Next one. One star. You guys stink. No. <laughs> Spot. (laughs) Fantastic show is the title. Five stars. Howie FR is the username. These guys are a fantastic listen. They talk sports, but also life. Danny G, Ramos, and Spot really add to the show. This guy knows what he's talking about. I think you you added that in, but that's okay. I'll accept it. (laughs) The only problem is that the two hours goes by way too fast. That's true. FSR, please bump this show up to three hours. Wow. Howard R. Nice. There you go. Thank, Thank you, Howard. Howie. Thank you, everybody, yep. for subscribing and for your review. And all you got to do, by the way, email me if you hear yours read. I'll verify it's you, and we'll mail out your CNR Nerf football. It's crprizes at gmail.com. crprizes at gmail.com. And again, subscribe for free. Just search Covino and Rich and leave a review. We're Covino and Rich live from the Tyrac.com studios. And a quick reminder... Tomorrow, Iron Mike trivia on a Taco Tuesday. Um, You know, we're talking about how to watch the games, right? And uh, I I do have one more thought because I know Sunday – Championship Sunday. I told you guys let's all have a a, you know a party at my house. I'm still down for that. Hopefully, you guys all want to hang. But I have one buddy that's a big Eagles fan, and he hit me up. He lives out here in L.A. and he said, "Hey, where are we watching this?" And I go, "I'm having people over." He goes, "All right." And I'm thinking. Do I want a guy showing up at my house ruining his, the vibe no. with his Jalen Hurts jersey on, no. being all, you know, fly, Eagles, fly. Meanwhile, I'm going to be hating his face, but he's a friend. So do you want to never watch with people that are rooting against you? That's sort of always been one of my feelings. I personally don't allow it. That's just my personal rule. I remember, I mean, we've told the story before, but I remember going to Cavino's once. For a Yankees playoff game, yeah, as a whole Yankee, we're a and, Yankees fan, and I'm not a Yankee guy. I'm a Mets fan, but, yeah, but as you a friend, against. no, as a, as a friend to Kavino, I was like, I'll go watch. I mean, listen, if you if you're watching your Yanks, I'm not gonna be a jerk. Some guy brings a buddy wearing a Red Sox jersey. Yeah, beat it out, and he's like, Go Sox! No, he threw him in the bathroom. I didn't want his face <laughs> looking at my TV. I don't know. In the a, bathroom, now she can't leave. Yeah, it's yeah. A, <laughs> now you now can't. You can't. Yeah, yeah. So we gave him a beat down that he'd never forget and then we said now you can't leave and then we threw him in the bathroom bathroom perfect so anyway thank you guys for hanging out with us we hope you enjoyed your UFC this weekend we got some new light heavyweight champions of the world some good fights and some great football we'll see you guys tomorrow enjoy your Monday watch Last of Us on HBO it's great we'll see you guys tomorrow arrivederci baby see you in the promised land Goodbye, bye guys 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com.